Give us any chance, we'll take it. Read us any rule, we'll break it. We're gonna make our dreams come true. Welcome to NAFTA Night, a podcast about eight seasons in a row. I'm Lisa Fernandes and... I am Christopher Jaiwardna. Hello. Well, we're pleased to announce that CBS has finally done something with the streaming rights to Laverne Shirley. Just this week, they started broadcasting the show in its entirety, run-wise, on their Pluto TV network, which is a virtual network of channels that stream programming 24 hours a day. Uh, Laverne Shirley is on the Happy Days channel, which they're obviously sharing with Happy Days and with Mork and Mindy. A really huge breakthrough for the show, and I like some of the things they're doing, and I don't like some of the things that they're doing. But this is great news. Uh, Y'all can go to Pluto.tv. If you want to watch the channel, you can do it for free. It is advertising supported. It is official. It is uh, created and run by CBS. So you don't have to worry about any viruses or illegal streaming charges or having your internet throttled because you it's all supported by commercials and all officially licensed by them. Yeah. And as far as we've seen, it's it uh, appears to be these are the DVD edits. So we've confirmed on a couple of episodes that some of the uh, syndication edits as well as the DVD edits for music rights seem to be in place on these versions. Unlike uh, what we've heard that the MeTV versions have had a couple of the syndication edits, but without some of the DVD cuts, correct? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, on MeTV, for instance, you can see the version of Oh, Hear the Angels' Voices uh, with Edna's number intact. Mm. She has an entire musical number, and it is intact in that version of their that they're broadcasting. In their edit, that is extent. Uh, that's not on the DVD at all. I have not seen the episode yet on Pluto, but I'm pretty sure that uh, it's not going to be extended in that version either. Uh, I have no idea about the status of, for instance, the montage in Not Quite New York, where the girls reminisce about life in Milwaukee before they moved to California. It's set to the Beatles yesterday. Uh, in the DVD, it is obliterated with studio music. Uh, I have no idea what the version airing on MeTV is going to sound like, but the version on Pluto is likely to be the same as the DVD edit of that. Mm. So that's good to know. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. that being said, I mean, as we're saying, this is this is quite the big leap. And actually, you know, we've re- we've yes. pre-recorded like seasons worth of episodes where we complain about the lack of streaming. So this is we're, we're, yeah. I, I have more editing ahead of me, apparently. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, CBS. <laughs> yeah, and of course it's a, it's like I'll have to I'll have to loop in a citation needed every time I I say it, we talk about the streaming rights. Citation needed. This uh, this information is no longer valid. This election mm-hmm. was called differently. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, the, my two big problems with how they are streaming the show are these two factoids. Uh, they are airing the episodes completely out of order and jumping around between seasons, which is really annoying and provides no continuity. And they are not airing two parters together. Yeah, we're 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 literally watching the cruise part one play out just before they jump to Shirley's operation. Yeah, yeah, which is a bad look, to be honest. 
that means people will not have immediate access to the conclusion of a two-parter. They don't know. I don't know when this is going to air. Second part of it. So people are going to be sitting there going, what the heck is happening? So that's not a way to hook people into the product, really. Right. Yeah, even, even Nick and Knight was better about that, if I recall. Nick and Knight was excellent about that. Nick and I had superior edits, and in addition, they aired everything in order. Even if they were airing it at 3 in the morning, it was being aired in order. So. Mm. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, and, and you, you mentioned again the, uh, the, the, the hours that it's, it's a nice long block for yes. uh, Laverne and Shirley currently. Yes. Currently, they are airing the show from, I believe it was 11 in the morning until 7 at night. Man. Um, from seven till I think midnight, they're airing Mork and Mindy. And then from midnight through 11 in the morning, they are airing happy days. Correct me if I'm wrong on that one. We're going to have to see how it plays out over the next couple of weeks. That seems to be the uh, pattern they are setting up. It's for a channel called the happy days channel. That's, that's actually very interesting that, you know, and I guess, you know, as someone who, you know, uses Pluto to go to sleep, I guess it makes sense that I would turn on the happy days channel and expect happy days when I'm trying to go to bed at one in the morning. So yeah, exactly. The funny thing is that that is what they're doing. And on top of that, Laverne Shirley does have the prime slot on this channel at the moment. Yeah. They are airing it in the middle of the afternoon, in the late afternoon, when people are more likely to be home and to watch it. So, in a way, it's a very prime slot, but the way they're doing it is not perfect. Yeah. So it's it's but it's definitely it's a it's a big step, and we hope that now oh, yeah. uh, with this this access, any of you who've been uh, who don't have the DVDs, for instance, but are fans of the show and are listening to our podcast, that you'll uh, get a chance to kind of catch up with us on the. Uh, on the on Pluto, basically, you know, to watch episodes that you know you may not have seen in a while or don't have access to, and be able to then join us for the podcast and for any questions and stuff like that, because you know we yes. uh, we we like to interact with uh with the uh, with the fans. It's a it's a very small fandom currently, but yes. it's it's very enthusiastic. Yes, we are. Uh, come join us. Have fun with us. Watch it. Yep. And, and also, just just for the record, uh, Pluto TV is uh, kind of fantastic. If you're yes, just in need of entertainment, um, their movie selection is incredible. Yes. They play really good transfers of a lot of movies. It's all ad-supported, but I mean, I've seen yes. things like as well-known as, you know, like James Bond movies to as obscure as like the 13th Floor. Um, Shot Factory's channel, for instance, has a wonderful selection of their stuff. Yes. Um, there's a full Mystery Science Theater and uh, Rift Tracks channel. Exactly. As in they have them. They, they they each have one, so you yes. can you can literally like if there's a commercial break of Mystery Science Theater, you switch over to Rift Tracks. Yeah. Seamlessly. Yes. 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 Uh, they have RuPaul's Drag Race channel. They have mm-hmm. a Gay Watch channel. They have a entire channel for at the moment they added cla- a bunch of classic TV channels. They have one for Love Boats. And they have one for, I do believe, I'm going to check this, and Chris is going to edit it a little bit. And we ties to these companies, Mission Possible. Yeah. Yeah. So you got a lot of variety, a lot of variety. If you are into classic TV at all, it's an obviously a worthwhile app. Honestly, this and Tubi to get combined, perfect. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much good to go for your ad-supported goodness. Oh, yeah. But this is an incredibly exciting yeah, it brings Laverne Shirley into the digital age, which we have been begging the universe for forever. The show has not streamed since it was on Hulu. 
and it hasn't been on Hulu for at least five, six years, and never in its entirety. They're going to stream season eight on here, and season six, and season seven. So. I was going to say that, you know, I haven't been begging, you know, I also have been begging uh, for, for this to happen for uh, a year because we're, we're still in 2020 and this year just won't, won't stop. So that, that figures. Only, two more mo- only one more month. I almost said two more months because it feels like it's going to be two more months. It's, it's only one yeah, more month. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to feel like it. Although November went by pretty fast. Yeah. Um, I will say that much. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, I think does that uh, does that cover is that or anything? I guess the one thing I guess to to mention, which was kind of cute, was uh, in the process of making sure to double check our information for this, we found that even the Milwaukee Journey, Journal Sentinel, which is a local Milwaukee, Wisconsin newspaper, uh, they actually commented on this, and their headline, even though it's a Happy Days channel, they they their top of the headline is every episode of Laverne and Shirley streaming for first time. So it's so exciting. In a way, it is so exciting. Even with its imperfections, it is very exciting. Yeah. So I it, am kind of thrilled about it. Yeah, it's great. My mom was able to watch uh, It's a Dog's Life for the first time because of it. Oh, that's sweet. I'm going to actually yeah. see if next time Sing 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 is on, I'm going to tweet about it. Everybody should watch <laughs> Sing Sing Sing. It's so good. <laughs> Gee, I wonder, I wonder why. I remember that was one you, I, you you used that to entice me to get into the show in the first place. Yes, I did. Did it work? <laughs> uh, it's it's about nine months later, so I think yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Entire children have been born along with many podcasts. <laughs> oh God, isn't that the truth? Uh, anyway, uh, so we'll, we'll get back to the the main the meat of our episode. Uh, and uh, but yeah, we just want to make sure to give this this pretty cool update on the uh, on this episode. Yes, yes, we are overjoyed and yet annoyed and yet delighted. Let's put it that way. We are very happy that this is happening, and we hope you guys check it out. You can check it out for free. Yes, anywhere you can you can put it on your Roku. You can put it on your phone, Android, anything you want, you can watch this channel from. And watch it directly from your browser. So this makes the show incredibly accessible to anyone who's ever been curious about it. Yeah. And and also you can you can bug your friends about how cool Pluto is. And say it's like, oh, it's like, oh, did you did you ever see this 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 crazy wild film from Asylum movies where they, they did a ripoff of a monster film by putting a a, a big snake on a plane. Did you see that one? And they could be like, no, you could say, yeah, well, you should watch the asylum channel on Pluto like me. Cause I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that sounds like a Bob's burgers bit. Anyway, I'm done. Oh my God. Everything should be a Bob's burgers bit. Everything in life should be. Anyway. <laughs> We're here with the season two episode playing hooky directed by John Thomas Lennox and written by Barry Rabinowitz. But you get some facts about them. Don't you guess? A little bit. Um, so John Thomas Lennox also wrote uh, the previous episode we watched, the clip show, anniversary show, birthday show, and uh, also has been responsible for a couple more episodes. And he has a few more, I believe, on the way uh, as well, uh, and was mostly kind of mostly a unit production manager uh, rather than a director, but he did sometimes fill in here and there. As for the writer, Barry Rubinowitz, he also worked on Bachelor Mothers and was uh, commonly kind of like a Happy Days uh, writer, and then did six more episodes ahead of... Uh, he has six more episodes ahead for Laverne and Shirley. My notes are kind of written very weirdly. Apologies. Um, as, as before, I think we pointed this out, but uh, the writer for this episode also worked uh, on one episode of the League of Their Own TV series in 1993. So that's a nice little so cool. little detail. Yeah. It's 
Like, and this is what happens during the episode. The girls' plans for a fun day out are quickly ruined by a bright child, the amorous Frank, and a pair of vice cops. When they find themselves cuffed and collared, what do you think of this episode? This, you know, it's it, there's a lot of wild, fun stuff in this. This is one of those great, like, when you yeah. break your normal routine... And then all this weird stuff kind of keeps happening. This is a wonderful, I guess it's a wonderful hijinks and Sue kind of episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is one of the show's more legendary physical comedy episodes when it comes to the monkey bar stunt, when it comes to the um, world of gig stunt where they're on this thing and the kid's pushing them mm. around, pushing them around, pushing them around, they can't get off. Um, there's a lot of really like little fun minor things in it. Um, a lot of big stunts. Uh, I think probably my favorite part about this whole episode is that they actually made merchandise in this episode. There is a jigsaw puzzle you can put together of the girls hanging off those monkey bars out there. You can look for it. Oh out there, wow! Guys. You know now that yeah. you, I think I've seen that in the wild. Yes. I'm glad you pointed that out because it was super familiar. I was like, why does this shot look familiar? And I mean, I, I live in Portland and, you know, I mean, there's a lot of vintage stuff at stores. So, I mean, I, it's complete within the realm of possibility that yeah. I may, I think I've actually seen this. Yeah. yeah. It definitely existed. It definitely happened. Gosh. Uh, I love that Shirley has these really elaborate plans for the day. They're going to have this great time. And Laverne just wants to, like, keep it small, basically. Mm -hmm. She wants to have, have a smaller, quieter thing. She always, like, we're going to be our destiny. We're going to find great guys. We're going to go out there and seize the universe. And I love that that is just a microcosm of who they are as characters. Once again, you get this, like, feeling that this is how who these two girls are. Right. One of them's going to dream big. One of them's just going to try to keep it safe. Because... Not because of keeping it safe is what you want, but keeping it safe is just like the life has taught her that keeping it safe and doing the smaller thing and handling the crap, managing the crap as it comes to her is the thing to do. That's if you dream yeah. things happen, terrible things. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The this the the dichotomy of their personalities is on display. And I think what's interesting is both of them kind of approve it's you know because it would be a case of if these war these divergent perspectives and yet they're both kind of proven correct by the conclusion yeah. which i thought was kind of cute yeah. that they do get into some chaos so having a normal modest yeah. day probably would have been the better you know is kind of the better way but they get a little bit of that and yet at the yeah. same time despite you know realizing that these guys are vice cops you know the they're at least the older one, thankfully, is more forgiving and actually is kind of more of like, you know, hey, you know, don't worry about it. They're they're good girls. And, you know, let's let's just let's just why does the party have to stop? You know, let's just have fun. Yeah. 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 Basically, if they had gone to all those lengths, they would have basically a date with these two guys who have to end up begging on their knees for forgiveness or accusing them of being frosted. Right. Daytime hookers, mind you. Daytime hookers. Yeah. Which. Hmm, yeah. And I, I love how the yeah. uh, the the cop knew that they weren't. It was a couple of nice girls just on their day off, and he, <laughs> the yeah. rookie, is such a moron. He's like, I wanted to, I wanted you to figure it out. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I love that way. Um, Cindy Williams gets a lot of one word delivery lines in the 
The way she says lures in this episode is fabulous. Mm-hmm. You lured us, lures. That's, that always cracks me up, along with um, Peggy's delivery of the line, you broke my fudgical. Oh, the fudgical. That's so when cute. Fud- the- yeah, fudgical, <laughs> yes. fudgical, fudgical. Yeah. That's a call. Yeah, that's legendary. <laughs> that is, that's, that is one of the most the more legendary exchanges in the yeah. series. It is. It is. A lot. We got a lot of good stuff in this episode. Yeah, and and also on the Shirley note, I I love I love Cindy's man voice. At you know, to, hello, this is Shirley Feeney's father. Um, <laughs> God, I wonder what it's going to be like when we meet if we if we get a chance to meet Shirley's dad just to see what the comparison like. What who is she trying to imitate? Yeah. Oh, that's coming. That's coming. No, that's, that's no, coming up. No. no. Okay. Soon, soon, soon. Um. Yeah, but it's exactly there's there's so many um, little bits from her, you know, there's a lot of I think the you know, as we're going through this amazing run of the show where this the spark in chemistry between Laverne and Shirley between Penny and Cindy is is just really clicking on all cylinders like episode to episode and this one, I mean, I love that this one is, it's way more physical as you were pointing out. I mean, the, the monkey bars bit is, is hysterical. The, the seesaw, um, you know, just their timing and things like that. And even the, um, the charades game, which is, um, you know, is, is good. It's, it's good stuff. Um, yeah, I actually have a, where's my note here that says about that, about the, yeah, it's like, why I, I always, you know, I, I want to point this out. Why is it that charades in romantic comedies always gets really weird? Like, why can't it be that yeah. there's something like a game of Twister revealing who's the shapeshifter in the room? <laughs> well, eventually the girls are going to play a game to tell the truth with their friends. Uh, we'll get to that. It's good. It's gonna. It's a really good episode hmm. down the line. But yeah, why do that? Yet. Yeah. I think the ultimate answer is in the 1970s, they wouldn't let you play Twister on Prime Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's cute. This is, it's a really cute episode. I, um, I especially love that as soon as the guys start walking, I think I called this out when we were watching the episode together. It's like, those guys are cops. They have got the cop walk, yeah. you know, that's, <laughs> you it's, it's You're like, yeah. oh man. And, I, and those the little, oh, and that devious little girl, Melissa. Oh, Yes, she's the best. I thought she was someone who she wasn't, but we had to look up the ID mm. credit for her. Mm. So we had no idea who she was, but she is fabulous. She is so good at being malevolent. Mm-hmm. She's just great, great, great. At I wonder world. if somebody out there has done a crossover fanfic where that turns out to be the girl with the ice cream cone and assault on Precinct 13. Ah! Nope. Not as far as I know, that's hilarious. Like that's that's kind of that's kind of ah. if you know the movie I'm talking about out there, folks. I apologize. That's kind of cruel, but <laughs> I don't know. But still, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I, she I just would... wandered off the set of the Devil Times Five or something. I don't know. Or the children. Oh my the children. god! I still haven't finished watching the children. The I need to finish that. Five. That movie's awesome. The Devil Times Five. I haven't thought of that for centuries. I love that you know what oh. movie that is. That is awesome. It's got Lee Garrett in it. I know. I definitely know who it is. Oh man. Definitely. No, I've, I've had to explain that movie to like five or six different people, like Grindhouse movie fans. I've had to explain that to. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Try to survive the devil times five. How do people not have not seen that trailer? It's kind of. Oh, yeah. Crazy. The trailer's made and the movie's great, too. It's it's yeah. it's so much fun. The people, little people, the little people. Yeah. 
Oh, oh boy. Anyway, um, Gosh. but uh, okay. sorry, back on track. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, with that being said, I, I also love the uh, yeah. uh, you know, Laverne's reaction. It's like, I can take the kid, I can take her, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the girls' desperate attempt to keep their dignity during this entire day. And they kept trying to finally get to recapture it by the time they get those guys begging on their knees to make them forgive to mm-hmm. make them yeah. To make them give them a little bit of forgiveness. Right. And I love that ultimate struggle just to like recover the day. And eventually they do recover the day. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and eventually eventually they do recover the day and they get a little bit of fun out of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, I and I love you know Archie Han who plays the uh, the younger cop. You know his his, his waddle on his knees. It, you yeah, know, God, across the room. It, oh God, I can just imagine. Like I'm again. That's one of those things you got to wonder. Was that something he experimented with in in rehearsals, or was that the director, or was that the writers? Like I I'm curious, you yeah. know, how that came out because that's such a hysterical. Like from that whole scene, yeah. that is the visual that never leaves my mind. Yeah. Yeah, I can still actually picture that. All you had to do was just mention it and it popped into my head. I already had a note about it. It's just it just says impressive squat walk mm-hmm. in my notes. That's all it says. But it's memorable. Yeah, he's it's really he good. he his hands are down, so he's not Zoidberging, but he's getting yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. It's a quasi Zoidberg. Yeah. A Zoid. A Zoid. A Zoid without the Berg. Yeah, the Berg. Forget the Berg. Yeah. yeah forget. Got the Berg? Why not full Zoidberg? <laughs> um, uh, God, and I, I still, it still gets me like the little bits of dialogue, the way they develop the uh, that whole arc of the prostitution, because you know, the the yeah. guy wants them to be either students or married women. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, yeah. it was just like, uh, you yeah. know, yeah, 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 and then they basically kind of, they do kind of entrap them. Oh yeah. So it's like it's not gonna get them a, get them an actual conviction. Mm-hmm. So they, they have to kind of dig their way out of it in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Frank's little tiny bit in here, and the fact that he actually uses the girls' apartment to as a vodio do palace, so to speak. Yeah, which is which is gross in a lot of ways, but at the same time, I mean, hey, Frank fucks. All right. <laughs> God, yeah, you directly said it. <laughs> <laughs> This becomes a plot point later in the show, kids. <laughs> Just wait for it. Wait for it. It becomes a plot point. Wait for it. But I mean, you know, hey, in 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 his defense, she she came there to fix the phones. Yeah, yeah, fix the phones and drink his wine. Apparently, his wine that tastes terrible. Just from the girl's reaction to it. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I love Laverne's horrified reaction. Is she gonna be my new mommy? I know her delivery. Oh, it's so adorable and kind of sad. Yeah, it's just like the horror of coming home to your apartment in the middle of the day. He thinks you're not going to be there, and you come home to him trying to seduce this woman. Mm-hmm. Bafo, totally bafo. Yep. Yeah, and I love, I love it, and I love his his like. Well, why can't you take him to your place? Like, I don't want anyone to know where I live. What are you crazy? You know, it's. <laughs> <laughs> God, Frank. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, we have neglected to mention the Lenny and Squiggy portion of this episode, I, and it's fabulous. Yes, it is. It is fantastic. It's it's like what my my notes here. I got to scroll back up. Um, is the uh, uh, ah there it is. Yeah, uh, well, right. It's the I must come up with some sort of short disease. You mean like short man syndrome? Something awful. Something wretched. Hello. Hello. Uh, Hello. And uh, it's but it's Tuesday. The world works on Tuesday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
There's a lot of great squiggy lines here as he tries to like talk the girls into driving to work. And then it turns out that they're going to go deliver beer to a burlesque house. And Lenny decides to wear his best Sunday suit and take a camera. Right. Oh, and then God. Springy has the uh, best line in the episode. I mean, what, what, what would you take to a burlesque? A toaster? Yeah. And then Springy go, looks, says it looks like he's going to whip out a subpoena. And just let that double entendre, mm-hmm. quasi double entendre, wash over. I mean, hell, even the the other one that also was the fry some <laughs> the fry some fish euphemism also was not uh, was not lost to me either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, that was yeah. Great. No, it's, that it's was a great moment. That's fabulous. So yeah. Yeah, the, I I actually have a note here about Brad Street burlesque house, and and my thought was Brad Street, like the Punisher comics guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know very little comics knowledge, but I know that one. Kind of, yeah. Uh, I actually had no idea what that's a reference to, but that I think that's the second, that's only like third or fourth. It pops up later on. Mm. This is the first time it pops up, but it pops up later on, I think, in the series. And because of the place where the boys do uh, tattend now and again. Oh, food. gotcha. You know, it's also the immortal line. That's for you to know and me to find out. <laughs> It's like perfect squiggyism. So that is a squiggyism for sure. Oh, God, we need to make a list of those. Yes. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if MeTV will now that MeTV is playing the show, but, you know, yeah. hopefully they don't steal our thunder by the time this episode comes out. Hey, yeah, hopefully not. If they do, we'll link it in the comments. We'll link it in the comments or we'll link it in the info. Right, right. Because there should be a whole list of squiggyisms out there, folks. Uh, Absolutely. So speaking of the uh, of the, the of the 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 sort of um, risque aspects and dialogue of this episode, ah, uh, the shorts and Cindy <laughs> tummy. I, I I was very pleased. <laughs> they both look great in shorts. Let's be real. They they, they look, look amazing in shorts. In shorts. My God, um, Laverne is toned as hell yeah. in this episode, and the yeah. next time she wears shorts in this uh, this season as well. Um. I mean, it's both just a case of, yes, I find it attractive. And also, it's just like, my God, that woman was was ripped. Yeah. Well, you had to be strong to do this kind of stunt work. Absolutely. You had to really be strong to do this kind of stunt work. And she could, she could like I said, she can literally pick up, at, she could at that point in this show, literally pick up every single member of this cast. She literally picks up David at one point. She picks up Cindy at several points. And she does pick up Michael and Fireman's carry at one point. Uh, so she could literally lift almost all of them. So that's that's got some course. That's some course strength going on. That's some course strength going on. I'm trying to think of can, could she lift uh, Eddie because of his because uh, his muscle mass and then uh, and then Phil. But I'm trying to remember if she actually did lift Eddie. They've done a lot. Of, they do a lot of dance routines together. Huh. And I can't remember if she lifts him during that. Mm. During one of them. We'll get to it. We'll see if that happens. So I cannot remember offhand. Mm. He carries her at one point, but um, I can't mm. remember. That happens at all. But yeah. Also, it's okay. So, one of the things I also enjoy about this episode is that this whole idea of playing hooky is yeah. done very delightfully childish. Like they're just they're just kids, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, even the way they're dressed, the fudgical thing. Um, yeah. Squeaky Shirley on the on the monkey bars. Like, what am I? What am I? E e e. And <laughs> it's so cute. And. Yeah. And even the way that like the uh, the two, and I think what's kind of cute is even the two cops at the end, you know, they end up playing hooky with them, basically, you know. Yeah. It, yeah. It's um, and they I th- making an afternoon of it. 
Exactly. You know, it's it's yeah. not a um uh God, you know, it's I, I guess what I appreciate is that, you know, there there are some shows that tonally, even for comedies, would have made this they could have made it dirty. They could have made it slimier. They could have had them get mugged. You know, there's all these other things that could have been like, I'm imagining the way that like Futurama would have done it or the Simpsons. Would, I mean, like the Simpsons has yeah. a great hooky episode in the early years where the boys all go play. They go see naked lunch and all of that with the fake ID. And it was, uh, I remember that like having like, you know, sort of a, it was a little weightier, you know, here just everything is so cute. Like it's this wonderful fly. It's a reminder that they're still young. And I don't know. I just, I really like yeah, that about it. Yeah. yeah. They are somewhere in that little space between uh, full on adulthood and just having gotten out of high school adulthood where they're kind of like, well, I can have chocolate ice cream at night anytime I want for dinner mm-hmm. on one hand. And on the other hand, where it's, I got to pay the bills or I'll get kicked out. Right. So it's that, that, that little gully between those two points in life. Right. That this show does a good job plumbing that little gully and having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Letting them have fun with it. I just remembered. Um, we also didn't cover the wonderful scene of them calling in sick to work. Yeah, this is so much fun. Oh my gosh. That's so much fun. Shirley comes up with this big elaborate, you know, scene for Laverne to play on. Laverne just goes, matter of fact, and says it. And then Shirley poses her own father, even though she's an adult. Right. It is great. It is great. It is fabulous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm Shirley Feeney's father. <laughs> yeah, that's got it's. It's so good. It's it's really good. Yeah. This was definitely it really is. um, it's definitely one of my favorite of the episodes that they've that you know yeah. of the the more comedic ones. It's it's again. It's we've had a really solid run. You know, back yeah. to back to back. You know, with the episodes in season yeah. two, and th- this was another really high point for me. This is this whole season is a run of really good solid episodes. Two, three, and four all have really back to back to back. This is fabulous. This is fabulous. This is fabulous. As we go, nice. we'll see that. Yeah. Cool. I love it. I love the season. It's probably I don't think this is my favorite season because I think three or four might be probably four is my favorite mm-hmm. overall. But we'll get there. We'll get there and see what you see. See what you think. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get, we'll get there as we get there. But, um, yeah, it's any case though. It's, it's, uh, it's a good time. I mean, it's I, like, I'm not sure what else really to comment on. I mean, you know, there's wonderful details. I have wonderful little notes. Um, what was your note? Yeah. Well, I, note? well, one note I have is, uh, you know, the rookie cop, I mean, he's about as much of a dorky bucket puppy as Leon S. Kennedy from resident evil too. So, <laughs> I mean, there's that. Um, yeah, is. I mean, they, they are yeah, the dopey is. arm of the law, you know. I mean, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, stupid, I and I, I even love the uh, you know, he thinks we're loosey goosey for money, and it's like, hey, but we yeah. we didn't even do nothing, and it's almost like a slight bit of disappointment, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, and, you get to have fun, and they're gonna go to jail for it, <laughs> right? Right, right. Um, and I and I love the you know it's like I don't fool around on duty you know I do when it's been a slow day you know it's that ah oh, it's it's amazing and also okay I gotta say Apple Cheeks that is an adorable adorable pet name and yes it is that is that, yes, is, that is, is underrated yes yes it is that's adorable it's perfect for her mm-hmm. perfect for her mm-hmm. 
absolutely perfect for her. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. So where would you rank this one? I'm going to go with like, um, I think because it is mostly a goofball episode, eh, like a six and a half, I think maybe, maybe a seven for some scenes for sure are seven quality, but, um, I will say it, it's, it's pacing takes a hit in a few places. That's the, that's one of the few issues. Yeah. Yeah. The pacing is kind of off. It it strings together a lot better than uh, some of the later episodes when we get there, we'll be able to see it the way the pacing is off. Hmm. But um, it's not a bad episode. For me, just the stunt work alone, this is around a six. The stunt, you know, all the physical comedy is great. You get these great, great, great squeaky lines, which are perfect. The boys have a really, really great tiny little segment in this episode that really makes it worthwhile. Uh, the whole episode itself is just pretty, go- pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. Great. Great, great, great little bits of dialogue. But yeah. the pacing kind of drags down. Um, yeah, pacing kind of drags it down. And it feels like it needs a little bit more of a button somewhere at the end. But yeah. that's just me. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Like, it needs... Um, I almost kind of wonder if they could have had... It would have been awesome to have, like, a tag scene with the little girl, you know? Yeah. Suddenly, like, it turns out that she lives in the building or something. Yeah, that would be funny. That and like she, really she, funny. she she keeps like like doing ding dong ditch or something with him. Yeah. Ugh. We can handle this child with total control. Ding dong, I'm gonna kill her. Picture <laughs> <laughs> it. Yep. Oh man. Yeah. This this is exactly. It's like it's one of those. I think it it's it. I think what it is is they put the time into the physical comedy and the uh and some of the takes with the dialogue are rather long like they have to deliver a lot of lines and a lot of blocking in one shot so i think that was where that was where their emphasis was going and it's that's understandable so yeah but yeah okay so like yeah six and a half six six and a half yeah cool yeah 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 that's about right awesome that is absolutely about right groovy doobie mcscooby all right. Well, I guess um, with that, everybody, thank you so much again for joining us for another episode of Night After Night. If you'd like to join us for watch-alongs and other things like that and get in touch with us on the internets, you can reach us at Night After Night PC on Twitter. We're also at Night After Night Pod on Facebook, as well as Tumblr and WordPress. You also can reach us at Night After Night Pod at gmail.com. And uh, we also have a Patreon if you'd like to give us some some incentive money to get us towards some of our goals so that we can uh, we could do some more uh, some more episodes, some kind of special stuff as we're getting deeper into the show. In any case, though, if uh, if you feel so inclined to give us a little support, that'd be awesome. And if not, well, we just appreciate you being here, and we appreciate that you're you're joining us for this uh, good time with the the fun times. And uh, I guess I guess that's going to be it. And so, what do we what do we have next? I think it's. Um, I don't know. It's 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 something about a rodent or a mammal, an animal. <laughs> Next week, the girls try to earn a little extra money so they can attend a special cocktail party. Uh, it goes sideways rather quickly because the experiments they take on requires one of them not to eat for a good forty-eight hours. The other one can't sleep for a good forty-eight hours. Hijinks ensue, and this is called guinea pigs. That's it, guinea pigs. That's right. For a second, I thought it was going to be called hamsters. I don't know why. Uh, hmm. Well, it could be called critters. It could have been called 
Coolies, I don't know. Could have been could have been a nutria. Could have been a nutria. nutria. Yeah. Anyway, well thanks again, everybody. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for listening to the show. Bye now. Laters. Mm-hmm.